you're right, you know, and you know what? There's one scene which actually backs up what you just said, Jamal. The scene where it was like, I'm one foot, I'm one foot taller than you, or something like that. No, just a few yeah. inches. It felt like yeah. brotherly banter kind of thing. Yeah, That's what Charles always yeah. says to me, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's because it's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's still true today. <laughs> it's true right now. <laughs> Welcome to the Lockdown Yard Podcast with me, Ed. And me, Charles. Where we discuss TV shows and films. We're not experts or people with industry knowledge. We're fans just having a group chat with you guys. So, come and join the conversation. See you in the Lockdown Yard, baby. Right. Greetings, gentlemen. It's good to have you back, Jamal. Charles, do the honours. The intro. Okay, he is back, ladies and gentlemen, with mac and cheese connoisseur. He's back again with new J's, new flex, and he's been going to the gym. Yo, look out for him. His name is Jamal, and he's back in lockdown. You're on baby. <laughs> uh, thank you for having me one more time, and yeah, glad to be here for Uncharted. That's it, man. That's it. I'm glad you survived that windy couple of days we just had. Oh, my oh, days. Like, I had to go to work and I was like, I don't know how I'll get home. Luckily, by the time I was ready, it, it kind of died down. But yeah, throughout the day, it was looking crazy. I'm telling you, I've seen some things, man. I've been on the outside world. I've seen some things. <laughs> Certain trees I thought were unmovable. <laughs> no, on for, the ground. No, nah, for real. Fully rooted. I for just real. Like, I saw three, three big trees just falling. Falling like in the final bell of the two towers. I was just oh, like, man. Oh. it was done. Man, it was nuts out here. I saw, I've just been watching videos. I luckily wasn't out. Sorry, Jamal. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I just saw so many stupid videos and some really scary ones. The scary ones yeah. are like the planes trying to land. That was scary yeah. to see. Nah, that plane, so I, I've actually subbed to that, to the channels called Big Jet Live. And all he does is just look at Plainsland. Yeah, and channels like that. <laughs> that channel speaks to me. I've always, I've always been interested in Plainsland. I don't know what it is, but I've subbed to them for a long time, and that was the most views he's ever gotten. It was insane. But when I think about it, Man, are we all watching because we're hoping someone doesn't land <laughs> properly? Are we all? Is that what's bringing people in? We're all waiting nah, for failure. Like, it's it's kind of mad. Kind of the shock of it. It's just like. You don't want failure, but like the morbid curiosity yeah. is there, definitely. You want to see some <laughs> something interesting. We're here for something. <laughs> I got I got enough of what I saw. That wobble was all I needed. I was like, okay, now just land, just land, just land, just land. Yeah. But yeah, the funniest videos I've seen have been like there was one there's one video with the with um what's it called? Like a, a wheelie bin <laughs> flying up in the air and it's got the Doctor Who theme <laughs> I've seen so I've seen that video. I haven't seen the Doctor Who dub. <laughs> it's so on point. <laughs> that bin was high, by the way. That thing was flying. Yeah, bro, Jeez. things were flying. <laughs> there was one about. There was one I saw of a guy who held up a girl's wig. It just flew out of nowhere. Oh, <laughs> Listen, little big grown men being flung across the ground in Croydon and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. I saw that nice. from like two angles. Oh man, it's got the camera work as well. Jeez, <laughs> <so> legit. 
And it's not even over because I, I heard there's a new storm. There was Round a new storm two. Named. Round two, baby. We're going again. So, uh, let's be yeah, careful. The last one was, was Eunice. There's a Franklin. I don't know how many more yeah. are coming for us, but yeah. They're going alphabetical. So, it goes E, F. Hopefully, they're no more after this because the next Geronimo. one will be Ger- Geronimo. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, man. We're all safe inside, thankfully, and here to bring you another episode. We're going to discuss first of all, Uncharted, Uncharted movie, just released with Tom Holland, Mark Wahlberg, and I'll be honest, I'm the only one here. You, I don't know squat about Uncharted. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't look up anything going into the film, so you guys. I'm going to let you guys just go off in this one and I'll chime in later. No, nah, we want to hear your unfiltered, what you... like, no, because nah. you have a different... <laughs> no, I'm trying to be you like, you, you, you it, guys right? go first. I, I watched, watched, it, it, I watched right? it yesterday, so I'm fresh okay. out of the screening. And... Okay, this will be very interesting. Uh, all right, how do you want to do it? Do you guys want to go first or should I? Uh... I feel like we had a, we had a, we had a previous podcast where I, I said my thoughts on how I hope it would be. I'm kind yeah. of I kind of want the fresh take of like someone who has no idea what they were in for. Okay, all right, all right, okay. So, and I haven't told Charles my thoughts on this. I just said finish yeah, the yes, film. Man. See you on the pod. I <laughs> know. I didn't even question. I was like, okay, cool. He's gonna leave that there. He's gonna leave it there for me to just find out live before all these people. <laughs> All right. All right, cool, let's go. So, having seen this film, I think it was definitely a video game film. So it felt like it was just a bunch of scenes slapped together, not much cohesion. It felt like there's so many cutscenes going into <laughs> it. So even before I get into it further, this is definitely a... <laughs> is there a spoiler, spoiler, spoiler alert? We're going into it, but yeah. Fair enough. I didn't enjoy the film much, man. I'm sorry. There were some sequences. <laughs> there, was, there were some sequences I really enjoyed. So I can tell why he didn't enjoy it. Though. I can tell why. This is one of his gripes. I can tell. It's because of the plot armor, isn't it? There was so much plot armor. Oh my lord. Let me let me start off with what I loved. There were some there were some amazing set pieces. So that end the end sequence with the two pirate ships flying through the sky. That was just... I was having fun with that, man. Some parts of the Caribbean. Yeah. I've never seen anything like that on screen. Um, you know, flying through the sky, the helicopters and everything. Mm-hmm. That was a proper fun sequence to watch. I enjoyed that. Just the, gen- the general action. I enjoyed, to be honest, with the whole, mm-hmm. you know, one person on top, the heaven and the hell thing, and that kind of thing. I enjoyed those, but... Yeah. I just... The rest... The, t- the pacing... So the first half was kind of mm-hmm. crawling. And then okay. as soon as they found those jars, the vases. Yeah. Were, yeah. It yeah, just spread up like crazy. <laughs> yeah. What I feel like was that? I do agree with you there. Like it did speed up, I felt fell around that time. Yeah, it was kind of crawling along, you know, they were you know back and forth for establishing, you know, Nathan Drake and um Sully's relationship. Um, you know, they're both grifters, just one's better than the other. And then yeah, from that bit, the, the film just speeds up. It's like, all right, we're going to do the Game of Thrones thing. We're going to warp to this location, then to here, then to here and to here. And 
yeah, it just lost me, man. <laughs> it lost me. <laughs> I liked how it sped up and everything, but it lost me. It just the film didn't feel like it didn't feel like I watched a movie. It just felt like loads of scenes just slapped together. Which mm. someone argued that is essentially what a movie is, but nah, there was not much. <laughs> <movie>. <laughs> I, was, I was gonna say, I, I got was hey, man, say. I threw that suicide bomb before you could get me. All right, yeah, <laughs> I got that self awareness. Ah. <laughs> I felt like, and I also felt like there were loads of references I just didn't get. I feel yeah. like there was a massive clear one where you know when they just arrived on the beach. Yep, I know exactly which one you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, same. I'm guessing that guy is huge in the Uncharted world because I had no he, idea he, he He's was. Nathan Jake in the games. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That was so yeah. on the nose, it annoyed me. That was, <laughs> he wasn't surprised by them coming out of the beach. He's <laughs> like, what the hell happened to you guys? He's like, huh, something like that happened to me once. I was like, okay, we do, get do, do, it. Do, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that, that might yeah. be the most unsubtle cameo or shout out no, ever. Wonder Woman eighty four. Okay, okay. Wonder Woman it's on par with real. that. It's on par with that one. Yeah. Wait, what was the one, what was the Wonder Woman one? I forgot. Uh, I you forgot had, that movie. You had like the the actress who played um, old school Wonder Woman show up at the end. Oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I'll yeah, give yeah. I'll give Wonder Woman that because it was a post credit scene. This one was fully in slap bang in the middle of the film. It's like yeah, come <laughs> it, on, it, man. It, it kind of went on for a while. <laughs> they might have, they might as well just slapped a big arrow caption saying, "By the way, <laughs> this is the real Nathan Drake from the games, guys." By the uh, way, you know what would have been good? You know what would be good if he turned out to be the narrator and just showed up at the end of the movie, like looking <laughs> at the camera. Uh, <laughs> No, His story is no, just no, beginning. No. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> it, uh, this film, it wasn't a bad film. It was just, I don't know, maybe I went with high expectations, you know, that Tom Tom Holland was great, by the way. Tom Holland, he's so consistent, like, no matter what he's in, this guy is a good actor. Yeah, yeah there were times where I, saw, I just thought, oh, this is just Peter Parker. At times, yeah, but he does a lot yeah. of flips. <laughs> yeah. It's not even that. It's not even that. It's the, the thing is he says the way he says it. I, I've clocked recently. He sounds like Morty from Rick and Morty sometimes. Oh, jeez. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wasn't that more Mark Wahlberg? Actually, you know what? I take that back. Mark Wahlberg. Why was he in this film? Why was he cast in this film? <laughs> I felt like I, I didn't feel like I was... I don't, again, I don't know anything about Uncharted, the games and everything, but I didn't feel like I was watching a different character. I just felt like I was watching Mark Wahlberg. He literally just had all his natural mannerisms. And, yeah, I don't know, man. But uh, what I will say is, I feel like this was this was uh, P- PlayStation's first film, right? Because I've never seen... Yeah. I saw in the opening logos. No, yeah, this is their first, like... This was their yeah. first one, but they're doing other projects. So the ones we know about was obviously this, and they're doing Last of Us. Okay, because boy, I'm I'm excited for God of War and Last of Us, especially. I haven't played those games, but from what I've seen, it's very very rich in lore. Oh, and... dude, yes. The Last oh, of wait. Us, you are going to love The Last of Us because you love zombie stuff, and you're gonna love uh, yeah, this. Yeah, and movie. I think because because mm. they have a series, they'll have a lot more time to like flesh it out more mm-hmm. than they will in a oh, hour movie. Good. Much better, much better chance. All right. But yeah, that yeah. pretty much sums up my thoughts. It's not it's nothing <laughs> deep. It wasn't terrible. It, it wasn't like a waste of my time to go to the cinema. It was just, I don't know. I don't know what I was expecting, but I guess 
it felt like a video game film. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> it didn't. I wouldn't say it broke the curse of video game to film um, yeah, transitions we got going on, but yeah, it was serviceable film. I'd say. So you guys take <laughs> away the Uncharted experts. Okay, right. I feel like I, I feel like I want to go. Yeah, um, go for it. So like, I think me and you came out of this movie, and we were both like, ah, oh, we were. We were like, I guess pleasantly surprised. And yeah, I was like, pleasantly surprised. So it was just like, we're going into this movie, like, don't be terrible. We came out and it, I don't think it was terrible. I, I like, the more I sat on it, and I think I was listening to your last podcast, and sorry to bring this back up, but it was when you mentioned Catwoman. <laughs> I started oh, thinking more about Uncharted. <laughs> <laughs> I stand by that. Because I'm like, what? Just to like, so you get my point. It's like, I think Catwoman completely fails on both levels of like, it's supposed to be an adaptation of that character and it's supposed to be a movie. So mm-hmm. sometimes you can get adaptation of a character where it's not necessarily the character you know, where it's a really good movie. I think the best example I can think of right now would be Joker, where it's like, that's not the Joker I know, but it's a really good movie. So yeah. I look past that. Whereas Catwoman, like, her premise is she's a cat burglar. That's it. Like she's not a magic cat lady, and mm. that's what they made her in the movie. And the movie hey, wasn't man. good either. <laughs> All I'm saying is Halle Berry was a good fit. Halle Berry, the actor, the actress, was a good fit for Catwoman. <laughs> the material she was given to work with filled her spectacularly. <laughs> yeah, Erazi, exactly. Erazi. You know what? That just shows to prove it, man. If Halle Berry can secure only a Razzie, there's no one who could have done it better than Halle Berry. Man. That's right. That is right. That's what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Literally an Oscar-winning actress. Just saying. So, yeah. Based on that, it got me looking at this movie as, as an adaptation of a game, and it's also a movie. So, I think, as a movie, I think it's all right. It's fun. As a movie, I'll agree 100%. As a movie, it's fine. I think, yeah, I think it's it's all right. It's like, if you got nothing better to do, or if you want to go to cinema, have your big box of popcorn and your drink and just sit back and shut off for a couple hours. I think this is a good movie for that. Yeah. But as an adaptation of Uncharted, it's kind Mm -hmm. of, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's not quite that. It's not. You know what? That's a popular thing I've heard is that it doesn't feel like an Uncharted film, but it's it's decent as a film. Yeah. So I'm like, the thing that's, I guess, I, I, I can say I like is I like, I like Tom Holland, like he said, I'm like, I think he's charismatic and he's charming in the movie and I, I liked his portrayal. It's not, I think I said this before previously when we spoke about it, he's not Nathan Drake, but I think, or Nathan Drake from the games, but I think he made it where it's like, I can see where he's what he's bringing to the role and I can see, okay, cool, this will be interesting going forward now that I know what to expect. It's not the one from the game, but I'm intrigued. I think mm. Mark Wahlberg was... He wasn't Sally, he was Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, man. <laughs> he was just Mark. He was just Mark. He wasn't Sully. He wasn't yeah. Sully. That's what I wanted to hear from you guys, because me, again, don't know how many times I'm going to say this, not an Uncharted person, but I still felt like I was just watching Mark. It just wasn't... He, was. he just wasn't... Yeah. He just turned up for the paycheck, man. Yeah, yeah. legit. So, yeah, it's just like... I guess the vibe between them are different because in this, he kind of feels like that older brother war- role. Whereas yeah. Sully is like an older gentleman and when he first meets Nathan Drake, Nathan Drake's a kid. So he's more of a father figure. 
Exactly. So it com- it completely changes the dynamic when he's he doesn't seem that much more older, and 100%. it's like because of that they seem a bit more level pegging in the movie than mm-hmm. as opposed to the games where it's like in the games Nathan Drake just has this utmost respect for Sully like he's untouchable yeah. he wouldn't mm-hmm. they wouldn't fall out they wouldn't have the arguments they're having yeah they bust each other's chops but they wouldn't it would not be deep. Yeah, it would be like if they had a fight, it'd be a small one, or it'd be exactly. maybe like a disagreement, like they have in four, where it's like in that I think four it was about Elena, where he's like, "Oh, you should just tell her what you're doing," but he doesn't. But it's just like, yeah, they don't have the they don't have that bond really. It's not, yeah, it's, not it's, it's not it's not the same. I can get like obviously this is their in in terms of this movie, this is their introduction, but it's not. It's just not the same vibe. It's not the same level. They, they're like I guess Sully and Nathan are like it's the older generation teaching the younger generation. Where in this one they feel more like contemporaries. Mm-hmm. You're right. You know, and you know what? There's one scene which actually backs up what you just said, Jamal. The scene where it was like I'm one foot, I'm one foot taller than you, or something like that. No, just a few <laughs> inches. It felt like yeah. really brotherly banter kind of thing. Yeah, it's exactly, what Charles always yeah. says to me. Let me. <laughs> Just, just because it's true, <laughs> it's still true today. <laughs> it's true right now. <laughs> Life is a damn scam, and I had a head start on this guy. I had two years on you, and you just went and grew past me. Can you believe this shit? I, I have one question actually. Have you so after Uncharted, I actually did a bit more research. After watching, I did a bit more research on the Uncharted world, and I found out there's actually a short with Nathan Fillion and Stephen Lang. Have you guys seen that? Yeah, that's a, that's a cool one, because I think before the movie, um, Nathan Fillion was, like, the fan casting for Nathan Drake. 100%. So when, yeah, when you see that, it's like, that feels like, the way they shoot it is, like, that over-the-top third-person, like, a mm-hmm. video game. Mm. And, yeah, it's, it seems really, it was really cool when I saw that, and, yeah, it was like, I yeah, really yeah, wish... I definitely saw that. I really wish they could have just done that. They they could have just done that, and it would have worked so well for yeah, the fans. They, yeah, they just yeah. missed it. Like they just completely missed the mark. <laughs> yeah, was, I think Hollywood decided to just do their own thing. They just slapped something on the big screen, MCU esque. Let's hope they like it. Oh, let's just give it. Tom Holland's there. They'll just turn up. That's what it seems like the mindset they had. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, I had another question in that. Was it how I know you guys said it doesn't feel like an uncharted film, but in terms of the plot, how accurate was it to the games? So they don't, they don't, they don't follow any of the games' plot. Though some of the things are, some of the action points are very similar, but in terms of, I guess the average plot of an uncharted movie or game, sorry, is sort of. It felt very like that, where it's sort of they go MacGuffin hunting until they eventually find the treasure. So it. But it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't move as fast because obviously it's a game, so they have a bit more time to be, I guess, slow down with it. So it's, it doesn't feel as rushed as the movie does. But yeah, it's definitely that. Oh, we're gonna go to this area and try and look for the treasure. We think it's here, but then it turns out no, it's not there. But we got clues for it's over here. But then when we get there, it's not there. It's somewhere else. Like that's the game. <laughs> I see. And it's the the whole brother lost brother thing part of it as well. Yeah. Yes, kind of. Not exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, it is. But it is. yeah, kind of. It's different, but yeah, kind of. He does have a brother called Sam, but I think the movie 
has the advantage where like we don't know about Sam until the fourth game, but apparently he was there the whole time, so he sort of like just randomly appears in the games. Whereas at least in the movie, they were like, okay, he has a brother called Sam. He's been here the whole time. He has, and they are able to establish that. Whereas in the games, because there's like in Uncharted Three, they do a whole backstory of. Nathan Drake and like someone speaks about his childhood and they don't bring up his brother even though they have if they were researching Nathan Drake like they did in the game they could have brought it up and they didn't and it was weird because then the next game they're like oh you had a brother this whole time so I think yeah for that they just I guess it's a bit more like okay cool he has a brother and they just wanted you to know that I I saw that I noticed that from the trailers they were like my brother Sam my brother Sam I think he got mentioned twice in the trailer and he's like a constant on this. Oh, right. Fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah, I think, Charles, you were going to say I was going to be annoyed at movie tropes like certain conveniences in this, but I'm going to cut some slack in that. It's literally a video game film. When yeah, you're playing the you game, kind of need to. Yeah, if when you're playing the game and you're going to insert the key in this place, it kind of needs to be there. I know it's convenient, but you know that's just an example. Yeah, I thought, if things I are placed conveniently, like... it makes sense. So, <laughs> yeah, I was thinking more like just the way that he just goes through all these like glass chandeliers and like uh... all these uh, <laughs> all these different obstacles that should have broken his back seven times, like from Sunday, but he's still <laughs> like able to like swim underneath the <laughs> underneath the ocean to come up, looking at two pirate ships and not look like he's got a bruise. <laughs> you know what? Once you've seen the Fast franchise. You've been, you've been broken, man. <laughs> I've been broken. Fast, man. Honestly, they set the way for this. No sense to go through. Yeah, no. but yeah, I, I will say I did like the open of the movie because that that was straight out of Uncharted Four, Uncharted Two. No, mm. I'd say it's more Uncharted Two, where like he's it opens and he's hanging off the plane, and it's like this is exactly yeah. the moment in Uncharted Two where you start the game and he's hanging off the train, and it's like. Yeah. Okay. How did we get here? <laughs> exactly. Uh, that that's amazing. That is something I really appreciate about what they did with the film. Like the little bits that actually were very close to the film. No, not the film. The game. Like there was also a little bit that me and you and Jabal we just looked at each other and like, okay, we appreciate that. We appreciate that. I was smiling. <laughs> you were smiling. It was the part where you got the gun holster and yeah. you just packed it and you played. The, they played the uncharted music. Yeah. That bit was just nice. It was just nice. Yeah, it was. Even if it wasn't like a hundred percent uncharted, the film like close to the game, that part was very nice. Yeah, I just wish they used a bit more of the music throughout the movie. It's like they were kind of they were scared to use the music until that moment. Yeah. So I'm like uncharted has good music, and it doesn't didn't have to be the main theme. They could have just used some of the sounds that they use in the games and stuff, but they didn't. It's like yeah, they were kind of nervous or scared to use it, but then like towards the end they were like you know what, i'm just gonna give you the theme like completely and it was it worked mm. especially for yeah that the the pirate ship scenes at the end uh, it definitely worked for that yeah i was gonna say there's a so that scene you mentioned when they're you know in the carrier the plane and that was another that was another of my favorite sequences i liked and i especially like the first person view we had sometimes because you know, just just to remind us, it is a video game film. It reminded me of the scenes in Andrew Garfield Spider Man films where uh, we yeah, saw the yeah, first yeah. person swinging. Yeah, we, we haven't seen that since in any of mm. the other Spider Man films, and I, I properly appreciate that first person view because you don't get that often in films. So I appreciate that a lot. 
But as I said, yeah, set pieces, I enjoyed them. Yeah. I guess the highest compliment I could give it is like that, that, um, that, uh, the words, the pirate ship scene, um, that's not in any of the games, but I wish it was. Like, I would love to, no, be able it wasn't. to say that out. No. Why did that feel as if it was straight out of the game, even though I've never, never played the game? It felt very video gamey. It's not like that's that's completely unique to this movie, and it, it's like, oh, so that would have been so cool to play something like that. Respect. It actually fit. It didn't seem too outrageous compared to what we've seen in the game. So respect. It actually worked. It's an original. Idea. Like the the plain one is like, yeah, you do that and try it free, and it's like. I feel like I was more invested playing it than watching it. So I did like it as watching watching the moment, but I was like, I'd rather play it. And then like, I, I played mm-hmm. that moment. So it, just, it was just a bit different. But yeah, definitely the highest compliment was, yeah, like the pirates scene and like coming out of the movie, me and Charles both were like, yeah, let's go home, play Uncharted. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Never nice. had a video game film make us want to watch a film, like uh, play a game like that. But yeah, I would nice. say that I guess in terms of the video game to movie ranking, I think it's still Sonic. I just think in terms yeah. of an adaptation and what it's trying to be, where Sonic just feels like a kids Saturday morning kids cartoon. I think that's easier to was a lot easier for them to pull off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Plus and Jim Carrey, well. man. Jim Carrey just carries that yeah, film like, differently, man. Yeah, he just he just he completely embodies Eggman in terms of not in terms of that's how Eggman is, just like, he's like, I'm going to be Jim Carrey Eggman and it completely worked for this movie. Proper. I saw a report saying Jim Carrey, and it's actually quite true, he's not really a sequel guy. He just does the one film and then he's on his way. He's maybe Ace, uh, Ace Ventura kind of returned for that one, I think, but he doesn't really do sequels. So the fact he's returned for Sonic you say that. Watch as there's an Ace Ventura three coming out, out of retirement. Ooh, wait, Ooh. is that is that real? See, I, I pitched just off the top of my head, and it sounds real. <laughs> so you got Ace Ventura, you got the, the Dumb and Dumber films, but yep. in general, is I read the reports that he's not really a sequel guy. So the fact he's, especially at this stage in his career, where you know I don't know if you've seen how outspoken he's been about certain things capitalism and all that but mm. yeah he's seems like he's enjoying acting again which i really like because jim carrey is honestly one of my favorite actors of all time just the energy he always brings so yeah man looking forward to sonic 2 idris elba would you guys watch uncharted again would you recommend uncharted to someone like me who's never seen the he's never played the uncharted films uncharted games uh, i guess on your scale i would say either Stream it on or E4. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> E4. I think that's safe to say. <laughs> although, although, imagine if you watch this in um 4D. That would be kind of different, though, I think. Be yeah, it would cool. Cool. be cool with the effects and stuff. But yeah, yeah, it's just like, I feel like you could save that for a better movie. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Okay, I, I was trying to say watch it in the films, in the cinema, because... I like the cinema. I want the big screen. I mean, if, too if, much you brought, screen. if you brought the remastered Uncharted recently, they gave you a new free ticket with the game. So, I mean, if you got that, oh. then yeah, go out and watch it. <laughs> Are you go. talking about that 4DX experience that Cineworld has? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I hate that thing. Oh, my. Is it <laughs> the, seat, the seat shake and all of that. 
I've never been, but that's where I hear it. Yeah, yeah no. Oh, man. I did that for Shang-Chi. Never again. Never. Why for again. Shang-Chi? Why for Shang-Chi? <laughs> of all I, the I films. Got, like, like what, 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 what was the scaffolding scene like? <laughs> oh, my. All the scenes were just. The dragon when, when scene. When they had the scaffolding, the like, did, did they have uh-huh. wind at you? Did they. Were they throwing water at you? Like, what, what's the 4D uh, effect? So you can see. So in the 4DX screening, so for anyone who's never been, it's literally 3D plus the seats move and you have you can opt to have water sprayed at you and things like that and the air blows at you in certain ways. But the vibrations were just too much, man. The scaffolding scene was... I just didn't enjoy the 4DX, man. It was just moving too much. I sound proper old here, but I just didn't enjoy it. it felt a roller like, coaster. Yeah, it literally. I was literally about to say, it felt oh, like a roller coaster. And man, I was going to say, uh, I was, I was going to say, I can picture you with your popcorn. It's just shaking around. <laughs> See, that's another thing. Luckily, I wasn't uh, eating any snacks during that film. I was just thinking, how does anyone eat snacks during 4DX screening? <laughs> So, yeah, I, I'm never nah, doing 4DX no again, that's, personally. There's, there's no way, like, how? Because, <laughs> yeah, I can imagine, I can imagine, like, you're right, like, they're doing the dragon bit in Shang-Chi and you're just deaf. Oh. <laughs> Shang-Chi's the dragon bit. Shang-Chi's doing the, the whole dragon thing. Bit. Oh, <laughs> that dragon <laughs> bit, now, the way out, the seat was moving around. Oh, <laughs> Oh, the finale is going on way too long. He's going for too many spins. <laughs> so are you. I can't tell you how relieved, how uh, relieved I was when the final battle was over. Everyone, the dragon stopped flying. Everyone was on the ground. Oh, I was like, it's o-. I was like, it's over. You know it's a testament to how good that movie is. That that was still your favorite Marvel movie last year. Because <laughs> uh-huh. you had to go through. <laughs> Yeah, because I, I didn't watch oh, it in man. 4DX first time. If I watched that in 4DX first time, it would have oh, taken okay. away from the experience so much. Because I wouldn't have concentrated on the film yeah. much. Uh, you put it on yourself. <laughs> it's my mini rant about 4DX. But anyway, back to Uncharted, I guess. Okay. Yeah. yeah, Charles, your recommendation for 4DX doesn't sound good. <laughs> I mean, I haven't been there, but now I don't think I'm ever going to go. <laughs> yeah, now. Nah, I mean, like, nah, to each no their own. Film where things get on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> to each their own, man. I mean, do you guys enjoy roller coasters? I do, yeah, but man. I don't eat on them. But I do eat on the like, I would be there flying with my popcorn gun. <laughs> you would think that's Honestly. the best of both worlds, but nah. <laughs> I was there. There are no seatbelts on the, on the seats. I was like, damn, some of these things. <laughs> Could do some seatbelts here, you know. Like, I'd say there were a good few times I did have to hold on to the sides. <laughs> Where the seatbelts are, we don't have that. <laughs> we don't have that. Oh, uh, man. Yeah, um, what are you guys' final thoughts on Uncharted? Um, uh, yeah, pleasantly surprised. <laughs> yeah, so basically, it's not an Uncharted film, but it's a decent film. It's not an insult to my face. It's not an insult. It's not an yeah, insult like, to us. I guess going in, I was dreading it. Coming out, I'm, I'm happy with what we got. I think, I guess it was with the puzzle pieces they gave us, this was the best case scenario. I hear you. Honestly, I hear you. Yeah. It could have been terrible. It could have been Assassin's Creed, more combat. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. It entertained it well enough, I think. And if you came into this thing without knowledge, you came for Tom Holland and you're going to get plenty of Tom Holland doing parkour and 
cocktail tricks. I don't know where you learn those cocktail tricks, but I got to learn those cocktail tricks. I think you went to a bar. Like, I think in interviews, you, you said you went to a bar. All right, I can go yeah. to a bar. I can yes. go to a bar. Let's go. After this, let's go. <laughs> I don't know if they'll let you behind it like they would him, but, like, see what happens. I'll be charismatic as Tom Holland. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hi, hi. Is this your necklace? <laughs> oh, hey, everyone. <laughs> you're, you're, you're doing a Morty more than a Tom Holland. <laughs> I was going for a Morty. <laughs> it works. You guys have seen Peacemaker? Yeah, I just finished it yesterday. Yep, yep. Nice. Fresh. Fresh. Okay. Personally, I've really, really enjoyed Peacemaker. It's You said Uncharted was a pleasant surprise. Peacemaker was a very, very pleasant surprise. I had low expectations mm. going into Peacemaker. Yeah, so. definitely. For those who don't know, Peacemaker is like a spin-off TV series of the Suicide Squad film by James Gunn. So it follows the story of Peacemaker, the superhero who's all about... What's that What's that quote he always says? Ugh. I, I'm sorry, I'll do anything for peace. I don't care how many men, women, or children I have to do to get it. <laughs> I'm sorry, I like that's that. it, yeah. <laughs> that's it, that's it, that's it. Yeah. So, yeah. Nah, yeah. It's mad how, like, Peacemaker, completely unknown character. And after this, I'm like, He's carrying the DCEU. One real man. I'm like, they have Batman. That's Superman. It's insane. I can't, like, if you ask the kid me, like, like, in the future, it's like, oh, they're going to make a Justice League movie and they're going to make a Peacemaker TV show. What would be better? And, like, I'm right. How are we living in this world? It's That's crazy, the, the beauty of James Gunn, man. Just give him, just make him the Kevin Feige of the DCEU. Just do it. <laughs> just do it. Just man. do it. It'll be nah, so definitely. much better. But I honestly pleasantly surprised. I wasn't even a fan of the Peacemaker character. I just thought it was. I thought they killed him off in Pe- in the the Suicide Squad movie because I just hated that character. I hated when he killed Rick Flag, and it was hard for me to get on side with him. In, in Peacemaker, but from episode one, I was on board. They showed so many more dimensions to him where he wasn't just this robotic guy who was willing to kill anything and anyone for peace. He showed he had remorse and regret, and John Cena killed it. Yeah. Killed it. Definitely. Yeah, man. He, he was the best. This was his best role ever Easily. as an actor. Easily. Easily, mm-hmm. so... He definitely brought more, like you said, he brought more dimension, but he also brought so much more humor to the character than I thought he would have done for the film, but for the TV show. Like mm. that whole bit where he was improvising all the possible um, people he could have um, had as a that suspect. Was that was improv, that whole list, like, ridiculous <laughs> list. Of, <laughs> oh, that was hilarious. That was just ridiculous. <laughs> I was crying. I was like, he's still going. He's still going. <laughs> Shut up. I still got more. Unbelievable, man. But yeah. Nah, the thing that got me, like, because I wasn't even going to watch the show. I, I wasn't that intrigued about the show. It was when they put the intro online and you watch the intro. And yeah. Yeah. What do you really want? Do you really want to taste it? <laughs> and I'm like, what this is, is amazing. This? And then it's just like, the intro was just amazing. I'm like, i got to watch the show just to see what it's like. And yeah, I think from episode one, it kind of just had you. Mm-hmm. 
Hundred percent, it did. I haven't skipped. I've, you know when um, shows come on and the skip intro button comes on. I didn't yeah. touch that thing. Nah. No <laughs> it's the first time I haven't skipped intros since Game of Thrones. So, nah, that intro is is epic. <laughs> I don't know. There's no other words. This is epic. Just the way they're just straight faced and yeah, doing this well. ridiculous routine. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what do you guys think of the plot? The the plot of the entire show, so the the whole butterflies thing. Apparently, it's not even out of the comics. It's just made by James Gunn. It does. Okay. It does yeah. kind of feel like it would be made by James Gunn. I don't it feel feels very. Gunn. It feels very Starro. Yeah. <laughs> it's another. What's it called? Um, what was that thing called? That big thing. They had a name the for cow. it. Cow. Yeah, kaiju. Yeah. Kaiju. That's it. Another freaking kaiju. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's good. It's all right. I guess starfish that take over your mind or butterflies that take over your mind. Yeah, it's very mm. similar. Well, at least the starfish don't kill you to take over your mind. Butterflies take over you, you're dead. Now the starfish kill you too. Yeah, they kill you. Wait. I thought they just slap onto your face no. and then give you mind. No, yeah, the starfish kill you too. Damn, I must have missed that. No, <laughs> no they, 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 like, they, they like go into your head like you're dead if the one attaches to your face. Yeah, um, you try to take one off, it, it takes off half your skull. At least it's in the movie, at, at least in the movie, uh, in the um, I remember there was an episode of Justice League where Superman had one and he was all right after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was a kids' cartoon, so I guess they're not really trying to kill main characters like that. True. <laughs> nah, nah. That, but yeah, in the movie, the, those star, those starfish killed you if you like, they attached to your face. So yeah. Dang. 100% dead. Fair enough. <laughs> dead, all eaten, eaten by rats. <laughs> Those rats, rat catcher, standout character. <laughs> Only James Gunn can make a rat catcher character just stand out like that, honestly. Yeah, man. I actually liked her a lot in that film. I hope she comes back for something in... Yeah. Maybe she have her own TV show, that'd be cool. I wouldn't mind seeing a rat catcher TV show. I never thought I'd say that sentence out loud. Wow. For sure. It'd be intriguing to if she could have a show with like um Idris Elba's character. I forget his name. <laughs> What's his name? Oh Bloodsport. Mm, Bloodsport. Yeah, Bloodsport, that's it. Yeah, like because their dynamic was just funny and he's terrified of rats, so like yeah, I think James James Gunn could do like some stupid shit with that. It'd be hilarious. Mm. That's the thing. I've realized James Gunn, his speciality is just Making stuff that seems stupid have some sort of meaning and heart. Yeah, I think that's just his thing, man. It's he's got a talent for it. It's insane. Yeah, I like how he does it. He's been doing it with like putting a shine on the unknown characters as well. Because like, yeah. who knew about Guardians of the Galaxy? Who who knew about like outside of Harley Quinn? Like, who knew about all these other characters from the Suicide Squad? Like, except mm-hmm. King Shark as well. King Shark's known, but like everyone else is like relatively unknown. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's, let's go through the characters in Peacemaker. So, you know, we've, we've covered Peacemaker himself, John Cena. Just his whole arc from being this robotic guy. I'm all about the peace and I'll kill everyone to get it. To that moment in, I think, the second or third episode where he was instructed to, to snipe a butterfly family and he just couldn't pull the trigger. So then you saw the growth. Yeah, he was he just like, yeah, yeah all of a sudden he's not this killing machine who just does what he's told. He's he's thinking about it more and yeah, I just like the mm. and how he confronted his racist yeah, ass dad as well. Oh my days, the white dragon. <laughs> if I see people cosplaying that, 
what was Yo. it? He's, he's the he's like the racist Iron Man, basically. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Make very it. good summary. Iron Man, just a suit of armor, looking like a sort of, well, I guess, white dragon. And that bit where he was in prison and he had all his minions, I was like, yikes. Yeah. It's like, you, you know, I run this place, right? I'm just going mm. from one house to another. <laughs> Legit. Um, I love the Peacemaker's, I guess, sidekick, Vigilante. Yeah, that he was is really good. Freddie Stromer, man. He kind of reminds me of Deadpool. <laughs> yep. He does. He does. He had that same. He really bit. does. He's quite literally the DC at this point. DC is Deadpool, essentially. Don't know yeah. who's funnier. Maybe it might be him. <laughs> to be honest, yeah, but he he hasn't got powers, does he? He's just a guy. Yeah. Like, he's just a really unhinged guy, but he's still just a guy. <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. I didn't know about him before, and it's just like I yeah. guess they just made it work. Yeah, he's. I'm, I I had no idea who Vigilante was. I found I myself don't. going on Google, <laughs> typing Vigilante DC, and then just reading a bit about him. And you know, no powers, but skilled marksman, skilled in combat, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he was great. I I like the fact. I think you told me about this, Nana. I think you said. He was in Harry Potter and the yep. Blood Prince. He's in Harry Potter. Yeah, he's English. As who? Uh, you remember that Clyde crush, and... that guy who was into Hermione? Oh, in like Half Blood Prince. Yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Him. Okay. And I was even more surprised to read that he wasn't even cast as Vigilante to start off with. They filmed like five episodes with a different actor. Then that actor randomly dropped out. So they brought in Freddie Strome and refilmed all the Vigilante scenes. Okay, that's mad. That's proper mad. <laughs> yeah, I would never have guessed he was in that. So he's British. Yeah. Yep. His accent yeah, was flawless, man. Yeah, these, these British guys going to America just killing them. <laughs> Taking their jobs. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember, yeah, I think I remember you guys saying that. On <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that, man. Taking their jobs. Samuel yeah, Jackson, man. <laughs> <laughs> I love Vigilante's scene in the prison where he broke into the prison to try and um, frame or, I guess, kill Peacemaker's dad. Yeah. And that cool. speech he gives to those rednecks, I was like, oh, my days. What a scene. What a scene. And all the, the, all the supporting characters had their moments to shine, which I love. You had Harcourt, who turns out to be James Gunn's in real life wife. Oh, is uh, that? Oh. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah no, I had no idea. You had. Um, Daniel Brooks, mm-hmm. he was Adebayo, really good. Amanda Waller's daughter, undercover. Yo, I don't know. Her. I I liked her character, but like, actually, there's no but. I just want to focus on her a little bit, actually. <laughs> Do it, man. How she blow the whistle? How she blow the whistle and she's still alive? Yeah, like, yeah, nah, for like, real. Amanda Waller's about to kill her. Yeah, exactly. The show ended How? before we saw the consequences. I wouldn't think it would even get to that stage, though. I didn't like, think it would I get that's, to that that's, that's secret government shit. I'm like, there's no way she got on the news. <laughs> Bro, I'm, I'm worried for her, man, because you pissed yeah. off Amanda Waller. Yeah, so I will cover that. I wouldn't be surprised if she doesn't make it to... Or in, in, um, in episode one of season two, if she just gets offed. I wouldn't be surprised. It'll be sad as hell. Just but, like, just yeah. like, look, that quick yeah. one. 
Mm. It would be, I can see it. It would be one of those quick ways. You know the quick way they show in Deaths now for major characters? Just like that. And like, what? What? And then it just cuts to like the credits. It would be exactly. like that, man. Yeah, like the beginning of Suicide Squad when they kill Captain Boomerang. Like, oh, I thought you were gonna be in there a bit more. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> Jai Courtney he just got. He just said, they just told him, could you come back for this one scene? It's like, all right, cool. Then go on. <laughs> all right, sit there, smile, and we got a shot. <laughs> <laughs> and die, be it, Economos. This guy just saving the day randomly. With uh, he he hit he ran over judo. Who was it? Judo master. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Judo yeah. <laughs> master was joking. Ha! Ha! And then, and then the chain. <laughs> <laughs> no, what the hell was <laughs> that about? By the way, I was going to mention this show has one of those tropes that annoys me in that everyone oh, seems to have a healing factor. What that? Yeah, they yeah, took so yeah. much damage. I mean, vigilante. I, I get it. He's skilled and whatnot, but he doesn't have super regenerative abilities. But he literally exactly. took a grenade and he's fine. He lost. Half he was shot, toe. and he's fine. He, the toe thing. After that episode, they were like, "All right, we're just gonna forget about the toe thing." He can. He's learned to walk again. Like uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, now right. that guy died bad. Like. He came in clutch with the chainsaw, but then the final episode, the way he couldn't jump over the fence and his leg was <laughs> messed up. No. <laughs> oh my! It was so stupid. The way he shouted, he was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> like, it looked like he got shot in the leg. Like it was just, he just... <laughs> my leg is broken. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Nah, he was that speech he had to give where he pretty much summed up who he is as a person to the to the butterfly guy. That was sad, man. Yeah, it's like damn. You had to see. He he admitted how all of Peacemaker's jibes made him feel, and you know he was always getting called die beard, and he thought no one would notice, and he said he's never really had a girlfriend like that, and he just hoped to help him with the ladies and. Just, he just summed up his life. And I was like, damn. Mm. This moment, James Gunn is so skilled because this moment could have been just silly. Like, why do you exactly. have that beard? I've, now, not to... You know I love the MCU. I love it to bits, but admit it. In the MCU, that bit would have just been a quick joke. It's like, why, why does that guy do his beard like that? I don't know. He just likes it, man. All right. Cool. <laughs> DCEU. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They they added some heart to that. Yeah, it was filled with jokes, but they added heart to it. Just saying, just saying. Mm, they did, they did. Nah, yeah, definitely. And what else? Um, the Justice League cameo at the end of um the episode or near the oh, end yeah, of the yeah, episode. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> Nobody was because they didn't bring Batman back and they didn't bring Cyborg back. Cyborg, obviously, Ray Fisher. If if anyone's been on Twitter for the last few years, you know him and DC are just. Yeah, enemies now. So that that kind of makes sense. It's, it's, it's just Sweden, man. It's just Sweden. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's the higher-ups in DC as well he has beef with, like Walter Hamada and these people. He's always calling them out on Twitter. So him and him, he's done with the DCEU completely. Um, don't know why Batman wasn't in there. 
Yeah. I, I just think Ben Affleck's done, so I guess Batman for now is done. We'll see what happens in Flashpoint. Yeah, he's got to back in Flashpoint. Maybe they didn't want to take away. They didn't want to take away from the show, and didn't want to take away from the. Like, re- I guess release. it could have just been a silhouette. Like it would have been fine because Wonder mm. Woman and someone else was just a silhouette, and Superman were just silhouettes. You know, it's just a Batmobile was out of gas. I saw. <laughs> he couldn't get there fast enough. Yeah, honestly, everyone else can get there pretty. I don't know how Aquaman got there. Yeah, Aquaman's fast. He's probably he's probably carried. He's probably carried by Superman. Did you see. He, he, he did the big jumps and shit. He, he could he could have done one of them. I don't know. So he's acting yeah. like the Incredible Hulk across like the country. That's funny. <laughs> he got Aquaman <laughs> jumping like a flea on mountain tops to the game. <laughs> you know what? I actually missed that ability. That ability they shot they showed in that 2003 Hulk film, by the way, which is still my favorite Hulk film. Just putting it out there. How? Because it's great. Ooh. How? This has the best action. Simple the one where he's like really, really green. Yeah, like, yeah, super green. Yeah. And the film has some next emotional <laughs> layers. Yep, yeah, I love that film. Unapologetically. I like I like those the scene changes because they're like comic books. Yeah. But I, I can't I don't understand the end. What do you want? The end what do you what, what, Yeah. Where he's fighting his dad, isn't it? So and then Who's now the absorbing the bit where he's like, take it, take it all and oh his dad's absorbing man. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, I guess that's I why he, he hugged him and he said, "Take it, take it all." But that couldn't handle the like, power. Yeah, and then just exploded when the missile came. I might need to watch that because <laughs> there I you go. Together at all. You'll gain a new. I promise you'll gain a new level of appreciation for that film because that Hulk was so OP. I loved it. The jumping, even the running. I was like, "God damn, this Hulk is!" And the whole action scenes with the helicopters. We never. Cause yeah, I think my dad had that on yesterday, and I'm just like, "This Hulk is green. This Hulk is green, green as hell. He just they made him lighter skin, man. He's been bleaching skin. Yeah. He ho ho ho, green giant green. <laughs> it was so OP as well. I just they've nerfed. Yeah, that, that, that's what Hulk should be. He should be OP. Mm-hmm. And you don't want you don't want to know my thoughts on what the Russos have done to Hulk. I'll be here for days. Oh boy, nah, he's he, he's been nerfed since that end that end game guy. I don't know that guy in Endgame. That's not my Hulk. That is not my Hulk. Since the first Avengers film, it's been downhill. Like, how does Hulk lose to Iron Man? I don't understand. He got knocked out clean by Iron Man. Yeah, that did... Listen, I could... (laughs) That makes no sense. He survived a right hook from Mjolnir. But the Hulk Buster is what knocks him anyway. I could rant for days, man. Yeah. (laughs) Jeez, um, I've even forgot yeah, the original point. Hulk, yeah, but... I was gonna say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you're talking about Aquaman and how the running and jumping thing we got into the whole, yeah, I guess he was just yeah. transported by Superman or something. Um, <laughs> what was I even gonna oh, okay. say? Yeah, I guess the, they didn't show Batman because they didn't want to take away from next month's release of the Batman, I think. So they want all the yeah, conversation yeah. to be about Rob Pattinson's Batman. So I guess that that makes sense. That that makes sense. So mm. yeah, fair enough. Yeah, the cameo was funny. It's accusing him of yeah, sleeping with fish or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and the Flash it's was like, "It's not a rumor." Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> was that the first time he's f bombed? I think so. Yeah. Though, yeah. 
I don't know why yeah, it, seems, it, seems so it seems so on brand. It seems so on brand with him. His character. I think he said. I think he said shit before. I don't know if he said fuck you or anything like that. Mm. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. But yeah. Oh yeah. Like Jason Momoa just looks like someone who would just tell you to fuck off. Like. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't feel too yeah. different. That was fine. But honestly, but yeah. I a lot of people are saying this is the best material DC has put out TV wise. Which I agree with. Yeah, and it's yeah. it's kind of making me look at some some certain Mar- Marvel shows, certain MCU shows. Funny, not gonna lie to you guys. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'll enjoy certain shows before Wonder Vision. Really good. Yeah, I'm looking at some of these shows. Funny, it's like, you know what? Maybe it yeah, wasn't like, it wasn't quite good the, enough. The, <laughs> yeah, like this definitely is like yeah. There, there should be a standard to these, and this is this is this it. has set the standard one hundred percent. The budget wasn't even crazy, man. But the CGI yeah. for Eagly, immense, immense, nuts. nuts. The fact that her seeing him hug him was like that completely changed. Her. Yep. <laughs> oh, if I saw an eagle hugging someone, that would definitely change my views on Bro, life. Oh, well. legit. <laughs> my whole viewpoint to life would change. Eagle's just great, Don't man. ask me how; it just would. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad Eagly uh, survived. I felt like he was going to be killed off or yeah. something. Uh, I'm nah, glad. he has to. He has to be back. Like that. Nah, well, nah. well, by the way, the Mern guy. So the guy who was, you know, secretly a butterfly and against his fellow butterflies. He one, he's British as well. If you didn't know, and two, he's going to be in Guardians of the Galaxy three. Oh, cool! Yeah, he's been you know James Gunn's working with him again. He said he loved working with him on um, Peacemaker, so it was a no-brainer. So, looking forward to that. But speaking of the MCU, Doctor Strange trailer, man, let's let's get into it. I trust you guys have seen it at least, anyway. Yes, yes, I have. Take it away, man. Take it away. Yo, the Sam Raiminess was kicking off in this trailer. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah, definitely. I recognized it straight away from Spider-Man 2. <laughs> I saw the memes coming before they showed up. The zoom in, <laughs> the zoom in <laughs> to Doctor Strange, or no, the, the zoom in to um, uh, Doc Ock and the zoom out of Wanda's eye. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Oh my god! Perfect. <laughs> I fucking love it. I've never been yeah. so happy to see a director's touch in a trailer in that one moment. I think this is the first time I've seen in a trailer they actually highlight the director as well. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they did it for Chloe Zhao, I think. Okay, cool. I don't. I don't remember Eternals trailers. Yeah, I just said Academy Award winner. And I think with the Russos, because they already did an MCU film, I don't think they needed to highlight them. If they highlighted them for mm. Winter Soldier, that would have made more sense because that was their first MCU film. But because they've already, they're already, they're not the new kids on the block. They they're part no. of the furniture now. So yeah, mm-hmm. fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, I was just I noticed it because it's like oh okay cool Sam Raimi they they want us to know it's Sam Raimi. But yeah, now nah, I looked at watching the trailer. Just very very intrigued. I don't know what's going on, but I I want to know. I'm very intrigued. I'm excited to see what happens. Mm-hmm. A lot. In terms of like the potential for cameos in this, bro, it's gonna be crazy. Bro, <laughs> the, the internet has denied it. it. Don't don't do that, man. Patrick Stewart himself has denied it, and I know what you're gonna say. Andrew Garfield also denied it. 
his appearance in for me no like, I'm like the the voice I'm like I've I've heard like my dad's a big Star Trek fan so I'm like I've heard that space the final frontier these are the branches of the Star Trek Enterprise <laughs> I'm like I know that voice that was definitely Patrick Stewart's voice but the back of his head I'm like that might not be the back of his head <laughs> that might be a red herring that, that might be the back dude. of his head man nah <laughs> the back of his head ain't immaculate like Patrick Stewart so that's not him <laughs> Like, I think it's a red herring and it's actually James McAvoy. But, yeah. You know what? When Do you remember when um, Disney took over Fox and Kevin Feige said there's going to be no X-Men related material for something like five years? How long has it yeah. been since then? Oh. If anyone knows off the top of their head. Because time's been flying, man. That pandemic made time fly like crazy. So... Maybe maybe it's with you. Maybe with you. When did X Men Dark Phoenix came out? Because I think I feel like it was around then where it got brought. Very underappreciated film, by the way. Whoa! By who? By who? Whoa! Who, who, by everyone. That film was good. Okay, anyone tells me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Oh for the God. next for when Jamal's back. No, we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> compile a list of films we disagree on, and we're just gonna do X-Men like a, a rap battle, man. <laughs> no, Dark Jamal, Phoenix I swear, was a good film. Jamal, I swear, I didn't, I, I, I didn't, <laughs> Jamal, I swear, I didn't know before I brought you on the pod. I swear, I didn't know. <laughs> Dark Phoenix, oh, very mean, very underappreciated like, film. First Catwoman, now Dark Phoenix, <laughs> <laughs> and Hulk, and Hulk, nah, nah and it's. Charles is denying me. I feel like half the people in Dark Phoenix gave up before it. No, Jennifer Lawrence was was the only one who gave up. (laughs) Jennifer Lawrence was the only one who gave up. She didn't, she she applied like a quarter of the Mystique makeup. There was a different shade of blue and everything. She just didn't care, man. No, she gave up. But Hans Hans Zimmer's work on Dark Phoenix, underappreciated. Okay, the action scenes, the action scene at the end with the train. In fact, every yep. most of the action scenes underappreciated. Like, mm, yeah, this okay, was not I'll a bad that. film. I don't know why people go on about Apocalypse. Bro. Now there's a bad film, bro. But you're just picking scenes. I just feel like no. We've I watched. I watched as a whole. this storyline in terms of we got it in X Men Three, we got it in this, and I'm just like. Both were very unsatisfied. I, I don't come out of see. I don't come out of Dark Phoenix thinking, you know what? I want more X Men movies with these people. I'm just like, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Hey man, to each their own. I I like. I'm done. Stop, 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 stop giving me these movies. <laughs> oh I like the gosh. film, but I like, I like the actors. I'm like, I want, I I, I want James McAvoy. I want Michael Fassbender yep, yeah. to come back and, and reprise their roles. Yeah, that's it. But I mean, like, in terms of the, in terms of scene, that movie, I just the scene with um Magneto in the forest with the his family. Come on, that was an apocalypse. That was an apocalypse, dude. You're mixing up movies. Oh yeah, oh, yeah it was. Enough. Yeah, it was all, all <laughs> and then that's why he <laughs> Which one did you in like? The, in this one, he he, he has um the island, the um the, the mutant yeah, island. He has oh that, yeah, so yeah right. Then, yeah, he, do you know the shit? helicopter yeah. scene? Yeah, the helicopter scene. Yeah, that was good actually. 
yeah, it was it was alright. I couldn't find in the, in the midst of all that, I was still trying to find out the Disney deal, and I still can't find the year it happened. <laughs> you know what? Well, yeah, it's twenty twenty. I feel like it might have been like four years ago. We're due, okay. man. We're due some some X Men goodness. So yes, I'm looking forward to it. All right, man. It should be very good. Do we have time? Yeah, man. Let's let's do let's do like a quick scenario question just for you, Jamal, because we've answered this already. Was in previous pods. <laughs> I got two questions for you, man. Sure. Yeah. Question number one: If you had to do a podcast on just an episode on any TV show or film, which you had no chance to do any kind of research on, it was just on the spot, bam. What would it be? Give us a, a movie or a TV show. As soon as you started talking, I'm like Incredibles. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. I like, I like it a lot. Incredibles 2 wasn't great, by the way, but just saying, yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's as good as the first one. The first one was original as hell. Yeah, I feel like they just retreaded a lot of the same things. All right, then. So that's your your movie covered. And then what's your TV show? Ooh, TV show. Um, I think last time you guys spoke about it, you did Friends, so I'll leave that. Um... Yeah, Friends. TV show. I feel like, like... Yeah, Friends is one one of my go-tos. I'm trying to think of... I'm trying to do, like, something else. It's kind of hard on the spot, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's like... This is what he does. This is what he does to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. You know, we can, share, we can share um, the Friends one. We can share Friends. It's understandable. Friends is just... So many rewatches. Okay, Friends one, but pick an episode. Ah. Friends one, but pick a particular episode. Uh, particular, particular. I like the London one. Um, <laughs> okay, London one. Well, the London one was a few episodes, but the the whole London saga. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or the one with um, oh, I forgot her character's name, but it has. She's in Archer. Um, oh, what's her name? What's her name? Aisha. Black girl, and she dates Ross. Yeah, Charlie. Um, oh, Aisha, Charlie. Aisha Tyler. Aisha yeah. Tyler. Aisha Tyler. Yeah. Yeah, and when she she. And she, when she's dating, she's um who is she dating? Is it Bruce Willis? No, it's not Bruce no, it's Willis. Ross. It was dating Ross, Joey, right? No, as in like she's she's dating like she's she was dating Ross, but then her old boyfriend is like someone else, but he's famous as well. Oh, oh, I don't remember who that yes, was. Yes, I remember. I know the face. I know the face. I was trying to think who was it. Dang, never. I know but the he, face. he was dating Rachel, and then yeah, then they just got together as well. It was, it was stupid. I know exactly who you're on about, but can't get the name. <laughs> But next question, uh, yeah. just si- simple. What's the most confusing movie you've ever seen? Like you just watched it, and that didn't make sense, man. Tenet. Good, Tenet. good answer. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm with you. And Christopher Nolan does it to me. He just does that to me. I agree. Mm-hmm. Tenet. I'm like me and Charles. Uh, uh, I don't know if Charles gets it more now, but when we first watched it, I, I looked at that movie and I was like, <laughs> what the I fuck? was confused. <laughs> what? I don't know what I watched. <laughs> Man, that was the first film that made me initially want to go back and watch it in reverse to see if it made sense. (laughs) (laughs) I also almost said, let's go back in the cinema. (laughs) Let's go back. I don't understand that film anymore than I did that day. (laughs) Honestly. We'll do a Tenet episode one day. We will. In fact, for the TV shows, I'll probably go back and just say, probably Justice League Unlimited. I'll go back for that. Ooh, that's a good one. I like that one. All right, all right. I like that. Cool, man. That's us for today. 
We're gonna wrap it up. Indeed. Thanks Jamal. again, Jamal, for coming through. No problem. Thank you, man. No problem. I'm I'm here for it. I love I love coming on here, and yeah, I'm just I'm happy to see you guys grow. Congratulations on thirty thousand plus on TikTok, hey, and yeah, just oh, boy. looking forward to seeing where where this goes. I got cooked on TikTok, man. It's when I uh... <laughs> what happened? <laughs> you, know, uh, you remember? Yeah. I don't know if you heard the last episode when I was cussing Denzel's Cockney London accent. He had like this East End London accent, and. We posted the oh, clip, yeah, yeah, yeah. a segment on TikTok, and people were just proper disagreeing. They said, "Well, it wasn't that bad." <laughs> I was like, "Oh damn!" <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, some people bad. who agreed, you saying, "Nah, this accent's terrible." <laughs> people were saying, "Nah, you guys are camping." Well, this this wasn't that bad. Oh, I said, damn, I'm getting cooked. <laughs> but oh, I love the engagement. I love that it sparked conversation and. More to come. More to come. Until next time, we... I think you cut up. Oh, damn. Yeah, <laughs> <I heard> we... <laughs> All right. <laughs> Take two. <laughs> Take two. Right. Until next time, we are out. <laughs> Peace. <Bye>. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>